0: well 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 Chandler we are here we have so much to discuss welcome to another episode of pop apologist thank you for welcoming me to my own podcast I'm so happy to be here yet again <laughs> thank you so much for guesting of today course. you guys Chandler is a new york-based uh, advertising you know person yeah. copywriter mm-hmm. she's also lived in Los Angeles and San, San Francisco. Francisco and if yeah if you meet her she will drop that in the first 10 Those minutes things you will know about me yep that's who I am. And repeat it I've got – And I've leave. got the savings account to prove it, or lack thereof. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, sis. So, so much to get so into. So much to get into. We started off this episode and we were on camera for a second and I was about to apologize for my uh, retinol burn, okay? Okay. Okay. This is so bizarre because – I am – I literally just started the entire Barefaced routine. I bu- I took their skincare quiz. I bought the entire thing. I don't know what, anything and about Barefaced. Barefaced is like a – it's just a skincare company, but their results are insane. Okay. This is not an ad, you guys. I have no affiliation with them. I even DMed. was like, I'd love to have the founder on the podcast. No response. Seen 16 hours ago. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty embarrassing. This – you know, no response. And this was like four weeks ago. Anyway, I've been do- doing their routine – and my skin has turned into, like, red um, – like, my skin, which – I mean, I don't mean to – whatever. It's on, Just say it. Just say my, it. My skin does not have any issues, um, theoretically. Right. It's fine. Like, I, I have freckles, and that's a problem, I guess. But other than that, I don't have any issues with my skin. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing skincare because every bitch on Instagram tells me I need to, right. including our sister. Yeah. So, I'm getting a skincare routine. I've seen how amazing Courtney results right. Courtney's results have been. okay, whatever. um, my skin has turned from totally fine to now, all of a sudden, like red, irritated, mm-hmm. bumpy, yep. like bumpy. Why is it yeah. bumpy? This is insane to me because we are literally the same person going through the same thing. I did not start a bare face routine. Um, well, hold on. We didn't talk about this either. You didn't know that I was doing this. No, no, no. This like, is just We're crazy. finding out that we were both Real just started planning. retinol. That is so um, funny. So I am literally – so basically around my mouth, like almost like literally my upper lip, my chin a little bit, and the sides of my mouth are all kind of like red and bumpy and flaky and like honestly very irritated. Um, yes. It's because – so it's like called the retinol burn. And I think it's when you kind of start on retinol and you – or retin-A, whatever the hell, um, your skin, like especially if you don't really like microdose it until you're ready, your skin like reacts pretty uh, pretty strong. And so I've read all – I've been reading all about it because I'm like my skin hurts. I put lotion on it. It stings. Um, yes, yes. I'm in pain. I mean I literally smothered aquaform in my face last night. Oh. It's not pretty. I don't think my boyfriend likes it. Like I – Tried to kiss him goodbye, and he he recoiled. he recoiled. He recoiled. He wanted to give me a kiss on the ear, and I was like, "Absolutely oh, gosh. A not!" A kiss on the hand. Yeah. So I honestly, though, I've been putting on my face, and like like well, like I just said, and that's the only thing that helps with the pain. But like, all I gotta say is that if I'm not seeing results in about forty eight hours, I I'm gonna not believe in oh. skincare. I'm gonna go back to literally doing nothing to my face because this is too much. Well, so. Oh, this is so bizarre but this morning I was googling it yeah. trying to figure out like what to do like am I allergic to skincare right. is my skin just telling me like don't fix what I'm broken right. I don't know and what I read was that you have to wait eight weeks and after like your skin can take eight weeks to adjust okay to the new routine um but the problem is is I don't have eight weeks to look like shit, well, right. you know? It's, is it eight weeks of this? Like, or is it eight weeks and then you can start to apply it? Like, I have friends who now apply it every single day. But like, I i mean, I, also, I was walking back from the gym this morning and I started to feel the sun on my face and I hid my face in my collar because I was like, oh, frick, yeah. I don't want to like damage my skin because of the retinol. But I think, I think we're going to emerge with baby soft skin in, in, a few, in a little bit here. I think we just got to hold on and hopefully our relationships make it. I mean, hopefully, I know. I mean, I postponed my wedding, you guys. That's if you didn't hear last week's Patreon. You know, um, you can go listen to that where I discuss postponing my wedding from February to December. Mm-hmm. All, all to say, Kagan has now an extra ten months to to you know bail out to right. to peace I mean, out on this like pizza face. Literally, trick. I want you to send me a picture of yours because I I didn't realize how bad mine looked until I myself on like until I just opened up my front facing camera. I'm just a am just like a am a modeled splotchy. mess. Yeah. yeah. And there's really not that's not what Kagan signed up no. for. That's not what I advertised. Right. Right. Okay. That was not my bumble photo. So are you going to um, continue putting retinol on your face? Like I used it two days in a going- row and this is what mm-hmm. and now I'm starting to experience these symptoms. And so I'm like, okay, when can I start again? Because I want I'm willing to brave it. I just I want to know When I can expect to see it, and if I need to be continuing to apply and just powering through. Okay, so my favorite skincare influencer. Sorry, Courtney. I love you so much. But my favorite skincare influencer is Angie. She's like 60 years old. She's on YouTube. Her YouTube account is called Angie Hot and Flashy. You guys got to check it out. She's the best. And the reason why I love her is because she posts like high resolution photos of her face before and after. And she'll do like an entire year. She has like a five-year retin-A difference. It's very scientific. She's really good. And anyway, what she says is that Basically, your skin's irritation at retin-A and retinol – like, basically, any irritation is not worth it. Like, you just need to put on the amount that you can – like, you need to microdose and gradually build up. And you're not benefiting from any of the irritation, right, okay. so basically you just have to start cutting way, way back. So I'm just going to I'll wait a couple of days before my next dose, and I'm going to do about. I was doing like a pea size amount, like a like a large yes, pea. Same. I was doing like a large pea. Large pea. pea. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think I got a little cocky because I was not seeing any irritation, and then I decided to do it two days in a row, and here we go. I look. I mean, I look like Big I have mistake. melasma all over my face now. So sick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well... Anyway, if you guys have any tips for us, let us know. It's so funny that we are literally in the exact same boat. Okay. Where were you Sunday night when the news broke? Oh, about Kravis? About Kravis. Oh, You know... That's a good question, Chandler. I don't remember. It was not as earth-shattering to me as it should have been. I don't know why. Um, Where were you? I was uh, winding down. I was sitting in my bed and... I started scrolling on Instagram and I saw not skinny, but not fat post about it. And I thought to myself, Hmm. she posts a lot of Kravis stuff. So at first I was like, oh, they're just like, you know, kissing on the beach. And then I read the caption and I was floored. I looked around, you know, looking for other people to be, also, you know, I looked at Ben hoping he would also, you know, had just seen the news. He gets uh, push notifications. And I said, oh my gosh, Kravis is engaged. And I showed him the picture and I waited for Mm -hmm. him to, you know, match my level of excitement and it, it never came. He was like, What? Who? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. K Kagan, I did not even speak to him about it. Um I'm okay. I'm very happy for them. I'm very excited that they are you know like I love this relationship. Yes, it's overly sexual in my opinion, especially people with kids. I don't love that. Mm-hmm. In terms of like publicly sexual. Right. I don't like couples who are sexual. That's my new hot take. (laughs) Especially if you have children. Um, Yes. But um, they're way too overtly publicly into their sexiness and that's not my vibe. But that aside, I love how into each other they are. It seems true. It seems real. It seems sincere. And so I'm very, very happy that, you know, Courtney has found happiness And that she's with someone who truly loves her so much. I think it's wonderful. How do you feel? Um, I feel completely joyful. I am genuinely thrilled, like you. I think that their relationship really does seem totally real. And what I will say is, you know, we discussed um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox on the Patreon, right? Or on last week's episode. And as they've doubled down on their, you know, sex-forward relationship, I have actually started Mm -hmm. to appreciate how Kravis is like – It mostly seems, like, wholesome and, like, just truly very in love, like, teenagers versus, like, I'm going to bite your neck and talk about our shadow selves. I'm going to hold a gun up to your crotch. Exactly. Um, So for those reasons, I actually don't mind their relationship because we are being faced with, you know, the Machine Gun Kelly, uh, Megan Fox, uh, disgusting look. I've. I feel like um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, I swear that name is like a (sighs) a tongue twister. Yeah, like hurts my brain. I have to really concentrate right. when i say their names um but i swear they are the equivalent of angelina jolie and billy bob thornton they're this generation's answer to that that's the totally. vibe it's blood around the neck right. but worse it's overt sex right. whereas i feel like Kravis, you're right there's so much sincerity mm-hmm. there there's so much like true like passion just, like true passion not yes. like none of it is theatrical in my opinion it's like it's i agree it, well, well you know i mean it's theatrical but it. It doesn't feel like this is an act, I guess. This right, is a shtick. Right. So anyways. Um, it's more sincerity than it is Right. Theater. That's what and I think. I would just like to take a moment to walk down memory lane and compare her relationship with Scott, which was also very public, which we saw all the time on Keeping Up, to her relationship with Travis, if you don't mind. Oh please, please! Well, I, I just, this is a great, stunning. I would so just I like to, to compare you. the two because I think what we saw were two different types of soulmates, and I do believe that there's not one person meant for everyone, and that you could have different types of soulmates. And I think that her relationship with Scott was fun. I think that mm-hmm. it was uh, playful, but I think it was, um, I think it was a very young relationship where you don't, where you just like you like the person's personality and you think like i think scott was just like a genuinely fun guy but i think he had a lot of demons and so i think but at the end of the day he was handsome and you know he made sense with her family or whatever and was liked by her family and i just think that that was you know that's that's a young relationship where you know you decide to have kids with this person and and then i think through that i think she realized like there is a different type of soulmate that you might need, especially after a relationship that has a lot of demons, like I think hers and Scott's did. I mean, he was constantly cheating or drinking or having true like addiction and substance issues. But like at the end of the day, he was kind of like lovable. And so he was – but he was nonetheless like very flawed and had a lot of Mm -hmm. issues. And so I I guess like through that relationship, I think she maybe learned that, you know, you can have a really pure – love with someone who treats you extremely well and who isn't right. constantly you know kind of breaking your heart with all their mistakes right right well i i, I don't think that she made the realization that she needed a, new, a different soulmate i think that obviously they just broke up because scott right. was like a cheater and had major substance abuse right. issues um and i do think you know Scott brought her children into her life, and her children are the most important right. thing to her. I think that's very obvious um, beyond, you know, writing sex articles for Bruce right. or at least promoting them. <laughs> Eight tips to strengthen your vagina <laughs> with vegan food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eight tips to have sex while putting on a face. Right, mask. Literally. Here's the type um, of honeydew you need to have the best sex of your life. <laughs> Did you know that there's a face mask that can also duplicate as a lubricant? Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) Mom and dad, this podcast is not for you. I love you so much. Every time I call them, they're like, we were listening to the podcast the other day on our drive. You are opting into something that is fundamentally not for you. I love you, but not Not for for you. you. (laughs) Anyways. You know what it is? It's like the scene in The Notebook. Trash, trash, not for you. (laughs) Wait, what part- That's what I want. What part Is (laughs) is she- what, it, when she, she's talking about when she, when she goes in she's been out late with Noah I think it was oh, after the first time they the mom, you know, made love yeah. and the mom is like the mom, trash, 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 not for you <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I want to be that mom to our parents we need to post <laughs> this that this podcast kit. is trash, trash, not, not for you, for you. <laughs> yeah honestly okay. heed this warning, anyways anyways Um, I need to discuss with you very important. I want you to finish out what you were saying about obviously her kids are the most important thing because I have another point to Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Well, the kids are the most important thing. You know, Scott brought those in. Great. Um, whatever. Scott was a great addition to keeping Kardashian. Scott is great, but extremely troubled. Yes. Um, I think what's beautiful about Travis obviously is for all – For all we can see, he's extremely devoted to her, truly loves her in a very sincere way, Um, is a devoted family man himself. Yes. That's what I was just going to say. He is a wonderful family man who, like, all of his kids live with him, I'm pretty sure. They really align there. Right. I could cry actually thinking about, like, what a sweet family man he is. And maybe it's just a juxtaposition of someone covered in tattoos who looks like, you know, I wouldn't want to walk down the same street as him. Sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm, um, right. But like then to see him be like this adoring father is really sweet. It is very sweet. I do want to make a prediction if you're comfortable with that. Okay. Ugh. It's going to be – is it a divorce? No, prediction? it's not. Okay, good. They will when, There will be a pregnancy announcement within six months. I hope so. I would love nothing more. I know. More. I would love nothing more. Um. Okay. But I – I mean if – yeah. If there were ever two people who I think – would be, like, wonderful parents and a very – I don't know. Also, their blended family situation seems to be working very well. I mean, obviously, it's a totally different thing to go from kids who are all around, you know, basically eight or older to yeah. a new baby. But I do think Courtney wants one more baby. And I do think that they I, will I want agree. to, you know, consummate this relationship. Ugh, in even, like, in, word, this, in this very – in a very concrete right. w- way of bringing a child into the world. I do believe that. Right. I do too. Here's what I'm going to say. My hopes for this child. Um, I would hope that this child does not swear as much as some of her other children do. I don't find it to be cute or funny when children swear. And remember when that TikTok was released where – or like some video was on her feed of, of um, our story of like Mason saying like the F word or something? Oh. That was unsettling to me. It was kind of funny. It was like, ha, ha. But, like, I, I don't like to see children under the ages of, frankly, 19 swear. You want to see them, you know, get to in their mid 20s, late 20s, and then start a podcast where they start talking like a sailor. That's exactly. Your preference. Exactly. Perfect. That would be the normal, natural trajectory of, you know, your children falling mm, from yes, grace. Absolutely. Anyway. Okay. okay. I would like to see well, this child not have a full body of tattoos before they get to, you know, 18 months. That's a pr- big totally. preference for me. I think we could write like a My Wish-esque song, like by Rascal Flats, for the, you know, Kardashian uh, Barker child we, that hasn't even been conceived We don't yet. have the work ethic to pen such verse, but I think it's a beautiful Mm-mm. wishful thinking that you think we do. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I just really want to speak to the actual engagement yes. itself quickly, quickly. Yes. Let's just say... I thought the whole thing was chuggy. Um I get it like their family has some sort of great floral connections and you know everything every event has you know at least it's it's like one rose parade float a <laughs> worth of roses. It's honestly um, like a trail of of just ugh. it's a it's it's the amount of environmental waste this family right. is responsible for and, not just in their private jets and their lifestyle but in terms of like pure floral trash. Ugh. It's right. disgusting. I just hope that those floor. I hope that those floral arrangements are going to like a women's shelter or something. After one would hope. I mean, I've been known to buy a water bottle or two in my day. I'm not going to claim to be a purist, but it's a little unsettling to me. Uh, deeply unsettling. Okay, but continue. So, anyways, the heart shaped rose was very, very uh, tacky. I thought. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I just like I think a circle would have been nice. I just think a heart shaped. It has like Valentine's Day, grocery store, CVS, chocolates energy. It's like a 2003 finale of The Bachelor. That's the yes. energy. That's the aesthetic. I think I think Chris Harrison creative directed. Yes. This proposal. I mean for sure fl- a floral installation on the beach. That doesn't – I mean, that could be a multi-dimensional, different kinds of flowers, different shades of red Mm -hmm. and pink. It doesn't even have to be red and pink like – An ombre of roses. Who knows? Just something unique and special. And even the – yeah, the entire – like I I do love – I do love how traditional this engagement was in terms of it was purely – it seemed purely romantic. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But that can be done in a way with a high taste level. And this was Absolutely. just not at all. This was not. Um, it didn't stop there as well. There was also some rose petals on like a bed, which is the pinnacle Wait, of work. tacky in my Wait, opinion. What? Yes. Like an actual bed? If you, watch her st- if you watch her stories, there were like rose petals all over her bed too. I've never – I'm sorry, mom and dad, but I've never made love with rose petals on Ugh. a bed. Have you? No. It just seems so oh, cool. can, Please don't leave that in. I don't know. It's, but my stomach is churning it's just now. It's the the corniest thing. All, I, I, it would take me out of the scene. It it all has CVS Valentine's Day <laughs> store display energy. It's just tacky. Let's just call it what it is. It's
1: tacky. It's a fourteen year old trashy
0: fantasy. Right. Or it's like what they think romance looks right, like. Right, exactly. I'll tell you what romance looks like. Romance looks like a stunning steak dinner, mm-hmm. lovely linens. Like you know, if you want a cozy, romantic setup, like let's get some Brook linen in here. Let's you know, let's do that. Maybe a fire, Mm-hmm. a candle a lit. Beautiful that's about view. it. That's all I need. Perfect lighting. Yes, that's all you need, folks. I mean, it's you don't have to. You don't need all the roses. You can just that's go all. to a stunning restaurant and both look great. That's. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Continue. Anyway. So, I thought the ring was pretty classic. You know, everyone just likes a you know a BFD, um, which stands for big F and diamond. Correct. Uh, I wonder if it is was bigger than Kim's.
2: I I can guarantee clarity on that.
0: I love that you asked that question when it's so easily Googleable. Well, I wanted to you know leave it to the listener to to draw their own conclusions. Okay. We're not this is not a facts and science podcast, Lauren. <laughs> this is not the science channel. This is not the discovery channel. No, I'm not I don't claim to be Neil deGrasse Tyson, okay? It's not a sports <laughs> was, player. Lauren. I, I don't no, know. It's that like that is. Okay, you guys, I just want to publicly take this moment to say that Lauren is 100% smarter than me, but That's not. Not always. That's not true. Not always because she doesn't know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. I swear I'm about the sports. His person. impact on science uh on your own time who also no, i want to get into maybe a one do you know about one, him because astrology i know about him because i'm a person in the world who pays attention uh i don't know it seems if okay. it sounds like a can it i just still sounds like a basketball player's name but continue. okay i need to give a quick aside and just say that does anybody remember remember when we did our demi lovato yogurt shop beef episode okay do you remember this Lauren? Yeah, you were talking. When I say, does anybody? <laughs> I, I'm referring I was to like you. Waiting for our live audience <laughs> to hold up cards. Yes, we remember. Well, maybe we'll talk about this on the Patreon. But currently, there is beef between Demi Lovato and Neil deGrasse Tyson because she doesn't like the fact that he uses the word alien because she thinks it's um, it's bad. She thinks that it's it's really tough alienated, perhaps. Yes, she thinks that it's. Uh, it's harming the, you know, marginalized Okay, maybe we'll Anyways. talk about it on the Patreon. Anyways, Demi Lovato, they think that it's harmful to say aliens, which I just think is kind of hilarious. But okay. we can save for the Back Patreon. Back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring something very important to your attention and very important to our okay. listeners' attention. Okay. It is abundantly clear to me that this was not the time that they actually got engaged so what yes they got engaged in vegas in july they got engaged in vegas privately in july and in vegas like after one of the stupid like fighting matches they go to i don't know they were just on a trip to vegas and all these rumors started swirling that they were engaged and do you want me to tell you the reasons the why the rumors were there i suppose okay so, Courtney's hairstylist posted a photo of Courtney during the Vegas trip that said, Now I understand why people tie the knot in Vegas. There's nothing like love and a good time. And her post originally included a diamond ring emoji. Okay. Oh, shit. Then it was swapped for a heart.
2: Okay. okay.
0: Also, Alabama, uh, yeah. Travis's daughter posted on her Instagram, So happy for you guys at Travis Barker at Courtney Kardashian and a photo wow. of them. You don't say so happy for you. Why? Why else would you say so happy for you? Right. Okay. Right. 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 Okay. Right. So, and then this is also what leads me to think that they did not actually get engaged. Um, that they've already been engaged. Okay. There. If you watch the video from TMZ of them walking up to the flat floral arrangement, it is just like uh-huh. camera crew is with them, like photographers. Right. Like sh- it's almost like they're starting a scene. Right. And then also if you watch the TikTok from one of his, one of his other kids, you can see the camera crew clearly filming them at dinner in well, their family home. I knew, Yeah. I knew that it was – Um, I knew that it was filmed. So it was – Which does support the theory that they would probably have had a private one. Yes. Yeah, so this was the film engagement for the Hulu show. Got it. This would lead us to believe that the Hulu show is going to be primarily about their personal lives and not just Mm -hmm. weird documentaries about their businesses. Right. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? (laughs) You know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by Framebridge right now. cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern. So you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a lay person like yourself. Everyone at why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Can I talk to you about a product that you love, that Courtney loves, and that I love? Please. Early bird CBD gummies everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about, about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. earlybirdcbd.com. POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. earlybirdcbd.com. All right. So now that we've discussed a very happy union being formed formally for Hulu. Right. A union we believe in, a union that has brought us all a lot of faith and love, a lot of Mm -hmm. clean entertainment or COVID Mm -hmm. entertainment. I think we need to turn to a darker story that's come out. We do. We do. Because Chandler, it has been reported that Randall Elmett, Randall Elmett, Randall Emmett has cheated on Lala Kent. Um, can I break down this news story for you? I would love nothing more, sadly. I would love nothing more. Okay. So I want to break down who they are. I want to break down their relationship timeline. Lala Kent is a star of Vanderpump Rules. You guys, the story is interesting, even if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules. Side note, Vanderpump Rules is literally one of the best shows that's ever been done. Especially, yes. Early See, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. I mean, the last couple of seasons you can skip, but early Vanderpump Rules, I mean, it's phenomenal television. I literally liked it. I was so into it. I would watch it. I don't – I'm not happy about this, but I would watch it in my car, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Like, I remember being in the El Pollo Loco drive-thru ha- and having my computer tethered to my phone on the passenger seat open with Vanderpump Rules playing as I ordered <laughs> chicken. That's how uh. addicted I was. Okay. Anyway, so Lala was hired to be on Vanderpump Rules, but right. she was hired and she had to host at, at, uh, at the restaurant in order to be on Vanderpump Rules, mm-hmm. um, but, she, but she was essentially a total nobody, complete mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was basically just plucked out of obscurity because right. she was a vivacious young woman who they thought yeah. would bring drama to the cast, and oh boy, right. did she. Mm-hmm. The most um, drama. Oodles. Okay, so Lala met Randall early on in Vanderpump filming, very early on, like right at the beginning yeah. in 2015 when she when she was hosting at Sir. He mm-hmm. sent over a note saying he wanted to basically uh, he needed her manager's contact info. He was interested in her for a film. Classic gross producer Ugh. shit. Right. Okay. Bad behavior. Excuse me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they meet in 2015. He separates from his – at the time he is married when they meet. That is an undisputed fact. Uh, He has two kids with his Mm ex-wife, Amber. But Mm -hmm. at the time he is married, when he meets Lala. That's very important to the story. Yeah. Also, what's important to the story, he and Lala did not go public with their relationship until 2018. And Lala would not refer to him by his actual name on the show. Right, right. She called him her man. My man. Okay. My man. Yep. My man's going to fly me out or, you know, my man bought me a car, whatever. Right. Exactly. You know, she'll – anyway, I won't even say it. There's some things I won't say on this podcast. You're welcome, mom and dad. Um, they get engaged. So they go public in 2018. They get engaged late in 2018 mm-hmm. in September. And then in 2020, they postpone their wedding due to COVID. Yeah. And now just yesterday – Cut to October 2021, an account called Girl Gang 77, Girl Gangs 7733 posted photos of what appears to be Randall in Nashville with two girls walking across the street. Ugh. So there's plausible deniability to those photos because they're just mm-hmm. walking across the street. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But the plot thickens when additional photos emerge or po- and are posted of him walking okay. through the Thompson Hotel lobby with these girls and then out of the elevator clearly walking to his room right lala responds <sighs> by removing him entirely from her social media profile liking a meme with the caption all of us if randall cheated on lala and the meme shows lisa renna holding a gun to randall's mm-hmm. head may i might i just add that's a very chloe kardashian move where you don't publicly admit it that the cheating has been had but you like content on the internet that leads you to believe that there was cheating for sure for sure she i mean in an even more chloe kardashian move she posts a story pushing her stroller through the beverly hills hotel walking to her room with the beyonce song sorry playing and the specific Mm -hmm. lyrics and this is basically like a chloe kardashian posting a quote the lyrics to her walking through the beverly hills hotel with her baby in a stroller her and randall's new baby the baby's like six months old The lyrics are, now you want to say you're sorry, now you want to call me crying, now you got to see me wildin, now I'm the one that's lying, and I don't feel bad about it, it's exactly what you get. Right. Finally, she posts a photo with Ocean, her and Randall's new baby, captioned, it's you and me, baby, and the comments are turned off. Page Six has reported that they are broken up with a source confirming it. This, it's just an anonymous source, but with a source confirming it, Us Weekly, I think, has posted it. Um, or People Magazine, excuse me, has posted an article yeah. that they've broken up. Yeah. They are, I mean, oh, please. Okay. So that's the reporting of the facts. Mm-hmm. Please give me your thoughts. I want to say that, first of all, this is despicable. He is a, Cheating is always disgusting, always despicable. There's something extra maddening and sickening about it. When you have a six month old baby, when your wife has literally just given birth? Are you, I don't even know if, are they married? Your fiance? So they never actually got married. Right, right. So there's that. Um, I also want to say that I don't know if Randall could have, could ever have been trusted because he left his wife for her in the first place. Okay. This is the thing that I do have sympathy for Lala because I do think she's a human being. Mm hmm and she's been betrayed. Right. So I do have sympathy for her. Oh, of course. It's it's awful. I would And also, also on her stories today, it's like I have to go like book signing, Barnes and Noble, like can you imagine having to go to a freaking book signing as like all of this is coming like crashing down around you? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. That said, karma's a real thing. I don't know if it's even karma. I actually don't believe right. in karma. But Lala was the mistress, allegedly. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Lala was 100% the mistress and Randall's relationship with Lala broke up the family with Amber. Now, I think what's interesting, there's obviously the phrase how you get them is how you lose them, which has proven to be exactly true in this situation, sadly. Um, And I think what's interesting about it is, and what makes this kind of You know, weakens my sympathy for Lala. Is do you remember, Chandler, when Amber, Randall's ex, posted the text with Lala? I don't know that I do. Okay, let me pull this up and I'll send it to you. I do remember like the beef as well with Amber and Lala because Lala would post videos putting the helping, putting the kids to bed. And Amber was like, there was beef because, you know, when they tried to like blend the families, you could say. It's not good. I think that it would be very difficult to watch the woman who your fiancé – or I'm sorry, your husband, excuse me, who your husband cheated on you with suddenly play mom to your kids. Oh, absolutely. It would be like, yeah, game over. It would be – Make you go psycho. Yeah, it it would be devastating. And I understand the argument of like, you know, the more love the better for children but it still would be very very hard and i have complete sympathy for women in that situation and totally let's just say lala just had no emotional sensitivity right to the point where okay i'm texting this to you now also i'll add to be if i can just be totally brutally honest if you really care about children maybe you shouldn't sleep with someone with who has kids who's married <laughs> well lala didn't care about children lala cared no, I'm about no i just yeah you know but what if i you're mean you're like you know, if you're claiming to be, wow. Right. If you actually love those kids, you wouldn't have, you know, played a part in destroying their family, which, you know, a lot of people say like, well, why do we blame the woman when the man is married? I blame both. I blame both. We have to hold everyone accountable, both participating adults in the the circumstances. It's not just the guy's fault. If you knowingly date a married person, you're fucked up. Right. Excuse me. But That's 100% a warranted use of the F word. Okay. Okay. I'm reading this text message. Absolutely. I'm confused about her last point in the last text message. Okay. So Lala texts Amber. Amber posted this text with the caption, you have to be nice even to the mistress. So pointing out that she's texting texting with Lala. Okay. So the texts are from Lala to Amber. And Lala says leave my name out of your mouth, homegirl. When your child comes to me with what you said, there's going to be a problem. Enough with that. It's as low as low gets. Okay. So let's just pause there. So apparently bad mouthing, a homewrecker is worse than what Lala did in the first place. Of course. Yeah. It's as low as low gets. (laughs) Okay. Nothing lower. I mean, Nothing. nothing. And then Lala says, and I'm nothing like you. First, I can hold on to a man. Okay, that didn't age well. Absolutely not. Secondly, I have a job. I mean, if there's anything to brag about, it's not having a job. It's but. <laughs> not having a hostess gig at sir, Well, okay. she refers to being a reality star. Obviously, that's her job. Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, but it's actually a flex to not have to work, bitch. Okay, thirdly, this is what Lal says. And thirdly is – Never get engaged to someone two weeks after the ink is dry on my divorce papers. So this is what. uh, So Amber got engaged to someone else shortly after the divorce papers were finalized, and I think they were finalized either two years after he started dating Lala in 2015 or four years. I can't remember if it was 2017 or 2019. Any, I think it was 2017. So that's what she's referring to is, you know, Amber found love again with a very hunky guy and got engaged. And I guess that pissed Lala off for some reason. Uh, Yeah, I'm confused. She was like, I would never do that. I would never get engaged two weeks after ink was dry on divorce papers. I'm confused. I – yeah, that part doesn't track for me. I'm confused about that as well. But I think the point of this is Lala is a homewrecker who poured salt in the wound to Amber – By saying, I'm nothing like you, first I can hold on to a man. Like, I'm sorry, but I I have sympathy and compassion for Lala currently today, but her behavior in the past is despicable. Totally. Also, I hate the expression, I can hold on to a man it's just like a very toxic way of looking at a relationship yeah i i I just hate any sort of talk about like oh you gotta like this is what you gotta do to keep your man right right or it's like like phrasing relationships like it's all about the desperate woman trying to like keep the man totally no thank you yeah no thanks how about he needs to be keeping me Mm -hmm. (laughs) keeping me okay okay Anyway, so that's that's some background for everyone, some facts of the story, and some additional color. What are your thoughts, Chan? So my thoughts are totally on the same page as you. Sympathy for Lala, but also horrified by her past behavior. But, you know, nobody deserves to be cheated on ever. Randall is the real, you know, creature and – Despicable he's person. The in this entire, yeah. He's also, he's just like the common, gross person who's actually upending multiple lives with his, like, you know, Correct. constant need for validation and for hot women. Correct. Um, here's what I'll say this has some interesting timing because currently the new VPR season has extremely low ratings right. and is basically a dumpster fire. So, It does seem a little suspicious because now, as someone who was not watching VPR, I'm extremely compelled to maybe watch the season. Okay, I'm not compelled to watch the season. I'm going to watch the first – whatever episodes are available because we're going to go on David's podcast chatting about it. So I will do that work for the people. Um, But I will say that what I find suspicious about this story is you'd have to be a pretty – like shameless, essentially creeper or stalker, or not even stalker, but you'd have to be a, a pretty shameless person to not only snap photos of Randall in the in the hotel lobby, but then to enter the elevator with him and his you know, women, get off it and continue snapping photos. That's the part where this is a little sus to me. You Do know what I mean? Like if you see a celebrity in person, you see them with someone they're not supposed to be with, do you have the balls to also get in the elevator with them? No. Right. And then to get off with them and take photos with your phone, that just seems like a hundred – like I don't know. That just seems really suspicious to me. What I will say – is that it's very easy to just actually archive your photos instead of deleting them. Well, and Lala has done that before. She has, like, Mm -hmm. a history of doing that when she's mad at Randall. Yeah. Yeah. So. But hmm. I also want to say that I don't think – I don't think Lala would willingly agree to this stunt. I think that her pride – First of all, you know, she had to deal with the public scrutiny of their relationship, and she had to do a lot of work to – Make it something respectable in right, the eyes Right, and make Randall likable. Yeah. yes. Like that was a like basically a four year journey for her, and he became completely likable. You know, public opinion, viewers' opinion of Randall. Everyone adore adored Randall three days ago. Most people, you know, had kind of forgotten about their relation, the way their relationship started. Right. She was following the tradition of Eileen Davis, of Real House's but. Housewives of Beverly Hills who everyone forgets that her and her husband met while they were both married to other people um, and I just don't think that Lala first of all how dare you compare the two women they are I'm... nothing like each other um, besides in they actually have something, they have something very important but they common. are nothing like each other one is a pillar of <laughs> virtue and grace uh, and also restraint Davies okay. is not a pillar of virtue
2: I, I think mean, she
0: is I, oh, really? Really. Eileen Davis really. who, I, Eileen who is broke my up her all, family all and also homewrecked another I'm just family. i saying she's nothing. Eileen could certainly she, hold down a job. She literally was like a a soap actress and still is. For She was one for so many years. She's nothing like Lala. She has a work ethic that's better than mine and yours combined, for the record. Okay. Um, this ha- her work ethic has nothing to do with her being a, p- a pillar of virtue. I'm just saying – Maybe they have this one scenario in common, but they are not two of the same women. The blinders you have for Eileen Davis make absolutely <laughs> zero sense to me, okay? You might as well be a flat earther when you talk about Eileen Davis. <laughs> um, but let's continue. We're getting sidetracked. I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want this conversation to end in tears. Um, I just what think – What other housewife drives a Ford flex? That's all. I just think – that her car has nothing to do with her being okay anyway i'm moving forward i just think that lala would not give up the dignity that she had three days ago like lala does not want to debase herself in this way right i mean i get that i also think that a cheating scandal is really really ugly compared to like any of the other you know Fake scandals. You could do. You could have a medical emergency. Exactly. You, know, you could have like some lawsuits. I don't know. Like take your pick. But right. this is pretty ugly. You could also have Randall pictured at a bar with someone. You don't have to have a hotel. There it has to be no hotel room involved. Right. And especially two girls. Yeah. Two girls is even creepier. Mm, so if gross. you're really setting this up, you could just have it be something where pictures come out. It's a scandal. It's explained away. That was a person who he works with. You know what I mean? Right. He was like just you- at the Regency for a business meeting. Exactly. Exactly, baby. By the um, way, I also drove by the Regency for the first time. little underwhelming, you know. Y- you drove by it? Yeah, I was in a cab and I was like, "I that's oh, the gotcha. Regency. Anyways. Oh, cool. It's thrilling. Yeah. Um, thank-, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, mm. I got excited thinking about – strangely tastes really good, like chocolate milk. It's a super fast, easy, quick snack. Also, I just love that the ingredients are clean. They're grass fed. It's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories. It is just the best protein powder out there. Everyone go to clean eats.com and use the promo code pop Apologist for 10% off. That's pop apologists for 10% off clean dot eats.com pop Apologist for 10% off.
2: and let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.
0: Okay. So, uh, but this story, I think it's real in spite of, in spite of some su- suspicious aspects of it. I do think it's real. I do think it's real. I think as a new mother, you wouldn't go through this kind of public humiliation. Lala is a very prideful person. This is the last thing I think she would want. So it's really sad. I do think they will get back together. I do think they will get okay. back together. That is my prediction. What is your prediction? <sighs> yeah, I'm sure that I don't think Lala is just going to like leave him behind in the dust, but. It's – I don't know. I, I think that – I think that honestly the the Randall Emmett gravy train is like a little too hard to just completely leave. Well, she's got that anchor baby. So she's really not actually off the gravy train. The The gravy train might have a little bit less gravy on it. Right. If it's now, you know, a trek every month rather than whatever she – the lifestyle she's in now. It's just – But there's yeah. – this is not – I don't think that, you know, with that baby – like she – the financial motivation to stay together it does not is not nearly as compelling. I think – I don't know. I just think that – I mean, I'm like talking myself out of it now. I just think that it's actually extremely hard to leave someone who cheats on you. Because when you've built an entire life with someone, and I say this kind of – being a person who's been cheated on. Yeah. When you love someone and you've built a life with them. I thought I built a life with my ex-boyfriend, but even when you just really really love someone and have a right. great relationship in your mind and then they cheat on you, it's very difficult to get totally. up. Totally. Totally. I yeah, I can't imagine. So, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that they'll stay together? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't feel strongly that she'll like leave him, I guess, but yeah, I, I don't think that their relationship lasts, I guess. Maybe they stay together for a while, but right. I don't think these are people who are going to, you know, like, to go back to the notebook, I don't think they're going to, you know, hold each other's hands as they die. <laughs> well, I think they're both extremely messy, chaotic people. Right. There's a story in her book about her putting his toothbrush up her actual butthole when she was mad at him. Like, she, I think she, like, broke down the door of their house. And then obviously he has serious issues if he's now cheated on two women. These are not stable creatures. So uh, more to come. More to come in the roller coaster that is their love life. Absolutely. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Should we move forward? Let's move forward. All right. Another relationship, Chandler, that I want to discuss with you, even just briefly, Megan King-Edmonds. Yes. Yes. Former real housewife of Orange County, married to Jim Edmonds, formal sports person, mm-hmm. or he's a sports person. I don't know. I don't think he's still playing. No. Um, he, she, she recently married Cuff Owens, the nephew of President Biden. Yep. Of President Biden and Los Angeles based attorney. Hot. They recently got married. One month. They've only been dating each other. Actually, it says they knew each other for less than a month. Before they got married and exchanged okay. vows. And yes, President Biden and Jill did stop by the ceremony. Yep. Yep. Um, do you have, well, Okay. First, I need your thoughts. Just general thoughts. <sighs> She's just – it's interesting to me because clearly these are two very different types of men. Yes.
2: And physically.
0: Physically, spiritually, emotionally, like – I mean, Jim Edmonds reminds me of somebody I would stand in line behind at Costco. Um, <laughs> Jim Edmonds is like, oh gosh, he's the classic conservative dad, but not in a hot way. Right. Right. Um, and what's his name? Jason. What's his name? The name of the. The name oh. of her new man. Oh, Cuff, Cuff Owens. It's in hot pink. Cuff. Cuff. Owens. Cuff. Cuff? Is that really what his name is? Yeah. Cuff C-U-F-I-P. looks like a cuff looks like a cuff um he's got strange i'm seeing other pictures of them online he's got strange tech bro energy okay um okay he's not super attractive i'll say in my opinion oh i think he's super cute oh i do not have you seen photos Um, of him with his hair back yeah, with his hair back, but I don't know. Any man who's comfortable wearing his hair that long is not attractive to him. There's me. something very suspicious about it. It's just like, like it's unsettling. There's a there's a degree of vanity that I'm just not comfortable with. Yeah, you like wearing your hair. I mean, I dated a guy who had very long hair and then we we actually met like two weeks after he cut it all off, thankfully, because otherwise I would not have been attracted to him. Like it's I'm not interested in dating a man with long hair like no, absolutely not you can have longish hair for a man but i do not want you dating like women with women length hair I think, should be, I think it should be outlawed you know what i mean no hair absolutely possibly. you should be stoned in this town square for sh- 100 percent that long i just it's not attractive to me i don't want to find long hairs from men you know around my room i don't It's it's unappealing to me When I eventually run – when we eventually run for president, Pop Apologist's Mm -hmm. platform will be no hair past the chin for men. Right, right. Without a doubt. So I also see that they met on Raya, Raya, whatever, which is great, whatever. That's like what famous people do. Um, I don't know. I'm suspicious of anyone who gets married after that long, but also I'm like, well, you know, he does – certainly blue blood, so – Whatever. What's the reason? What's the motivation to get married? I wonder so if there was a quickly? prenup. I wonder if she's pregnant. Maybe she's pregnant. But how would she even know? Four weeks after ma- marrying someone. I guess. Or I'm sorry, dating that, someone. I Guess in that case, when you know, you actually really do know. Yeah, that's what Us Weekly is reporting. When you yeah. know, you know. When you know, you know. Um, Anyways, I just yeah, I don't think this also lasts. I will say, I like her. I like her look. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't get married in some actual wedding gown because that would have been extremely cringy like sure. she got married in like a basically a meredith Marks style blazer dress white yeah. blazer dress what Pretty. looks like a cute tennis necklace yeah half tennis necklace of her being really accurate i mean yeah i will also say the look was beautiful i'm happy for her if she's happy because i think jim Edmonds was like the actual worst yeah the devil incarnate he well, was like disgusting well, and also, I think what speaks to Jim Edmonds being the worst is there's an entire article where Jim Edmonds gives quotes to the Daily Mail. So Jim Edmonds, who claims that he's not interested in publicity, who claims that you know he just wants to live a private life, Jim Edmonds gave an interview to the Daily Mail about it, saying, I thought it was a joke. Uh, right, right. They'd been dating for four weeks. Right. He says that it was the first time he'd heard anything about it. He says that Megan called him to tell him about it. And he he says, it was the first thing I'd even heard about their relationship. Is she pregnant? He says, really, I have no emotion on her wedding one way or the other. It's like a stranger getting married. I have no connection to her. Shut up, Jim Edmonds. Right. Everyone has emotions when their ex gets married. I'm sorry. It's not like a stranger. You're not convincing anyone. I I don't know. I could see him being kind of a sociopath because he's literally married so many different women. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that well runs very deep. I, I definitely agree with that. He and his daughter posted in shirts that said anti-biden social club um a few days before the wedding. So obviously that was a dig. Additionally, he's engaged to a woman that he met through having a threesome with Right. Right. With her Ugh. the the threesome partner is now the new fiance for Jim Edmonds. Um, so that's a little you know juice for anyone who doesn't right know also i'm sure megan's just so relieved she doesn't have to like go to that house and wherever the hell midwest can i tell you which what's the most hilarious thing to me so courtney um o'connor is you know the threesome partner who's now right. the new fiance to jim edmonds which ugh, that that big red face i just can't even imagine no um, oh, okay sorry. courtney says did the daily mail I have no interest in getting dragged back into the negative narrative she's pushed and all the false information she's put out there. Um, really, you have no interest in you're giving the inter- interview and issuing public statements right. to the Daily Mail. Um, and then she Some says, "Misinformation." Okay, it's why we've really kept our opinions to ourselves. Mm. Again, as we're as doing you, the interview. Yeah, literally to the Daily Mail. Ugh, gosh, I find I find Jim Edmonds and Courtney O'Connor to be disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. I am rooting for this relationship. I do think that he, this guy is a fox, and I think that you are blinded by the, um, you know. I don't know. I can't unsee the long hair. Yeah, the the hair you guys goes to his pec muscle. It doesn't even yeah. go. I was gonna say it's it not go, like it goes. I mean, to I don't mind pe- longish hair. I actually like that on some men, but I do not like long hair, horse this girl hair on a man. At least a seven inch ponytail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah um locks give it to locks of love already okay buddy just give it to locks of love if you literally put your hand over the hair in the photo you will see a chiseled jawline i think i just think that he's a cute guy he has a very cute face and i think that i love his energy compared to jim Edmonds. yeah that's true that's true he definitely seems like you know less of a misogynist he's actually accomplished has a real job he's not just Mm -hmm. like a sports Jim Edmonds was, was a sports person. I would say that's somewhat accomplished. I don't know why I'm defending Jim Edmonds. Let's see. let's move on. I guess I don't know. I've never been I've never been tempted by an athlete. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I've never been also a you know Never by an one athlete. either.
2: <laughs> there we
0: go. There we go. But I've never been interested in it either. Okay. okay. I have a sales call literally in 1 minute. Okay. Um, I do we need to jump up. off. And we'll get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City later. Yeah, we got a lot for the okay. Patreon. You guys love you bye. Okay, bye. All right, y'all. Lauren jumping on a little bit later. Sorry for the very abrupt departure and ending of this episode, but I I realized I had a meeting one minute in one minute while Chandler and I were recording. So I had to hop off, you know? Um anyway, you guys, I wanted to let you know hop on here really quick and plug our recent Patreon episode. We recently put out not only an episode last week where we discussed our usual topics, celebrity, personal life, all that kind of stuff, why I postponed my wedding, that kind of stuff, but we additionally put out a two-hour bonus deep dive episode on all things Bravo, we get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives of New York, and a full one hour on Beverly Hills. All our thoughts on Erica Jane. So if you are a Bravo fanatic, if you want to hear our thoughts, head on over to the Patreon. You'll get that two hour bonus. You can get to the Patreon by clicking on the link in our show notes. If you get on the Patreon, you get access to all of our past bonus episodes. There's a tier where you can just support us for $4.99. There's a tier where you can get two additional episodes a month every other Friday for $7.99. And then we also do bonuses. So we just put out that bonus Patreon two-hour Bravo deep dive. So it's all happening on Patreon, and it's really where we feel the love and we feel supported. And if you want to support, head on over. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Adore you. And we will catch you next week. Bye. That's all for now, folks.